0: This time last week, we spoke to our next next guest, Peter Peters. He was pretty certain Penrith would wrap up the premiership. Zorb, good morning. Dino, rate sat as one of the more dominant grand final wins of the modern era. Where do you put this Penrith side, Zorb? Good morning.
1: Good morning, Ray. Good morning, Dino. Yeah, they're a uh, they're a great side. They're uh, two in a row. They could make it three in a row um, depending on um, on next season and how injuries go. But they're a juggernaut, aren't they? And um, what a what a great club! What a great coach! And um, you've just got to take your hat off to them. They uh, uh, they never let Parramatta in the game. I I thought Parramatta uh, did well to get there. I congratulate their coach Brad Arthur. I think he's done a terrific job in difficult circumstances out there. Uh, but they were never in that. And I I suspected um, there's something about Parramatta with um, with grand finals. They get carried away. Their fans are, are an enormous base. The, Blue and gold army, and I think they played their match well before they got to the ground. And, and the fact that they went to the ground on their own, uh, under their own steam, and they just did it a little bit differently than um, most clubs that have had Premier Six success do. And I don't know whether that played a part, but certainly um, Ivan Cleary's side were the best side all year, and they deserve that win.
0: Zorba, what's happening down at Brookvale? The coach, Des Hasler. Seemingly told he won't be coaching in 2024 and that may well lead to Des exiting the club within days. Personally, I think it would be a very sad way for a great coach to leave a great club.
1: Dino, you're close to Des and I have been for a long time. I've worked with him um, during, during premiership campaigns with him and I know how hard he works, but there's a lot of bluffing going on at um, at Manly. Um, it was reported this week that that Hasler has uh, threatened to sue the club, implying the Rainbow Jersey fiasco derailed the 2022 season. There have been suggestions in the media that, that he's weighing up a lawsuit of more than a million dollars against the Seagulls for allegedly compromising his ability to fulfil his contractual obligations. Now, Hasler... Needed to finish sixth or better to automatically trigger a contract extension beyond next season, and the Sea Eagles were indeed ninth on the ladder prior to the round twenty match against the Roosters, where seven players were unavailable for selection. But their last win was round eighteen, July seventeen. It was forty-two to twelve against Newcastle, followed by seven losses. Um, starting about twenty-six. 26- 20-6 to six loss to St George Illawarra where all the players were available. The writing was on the wall then um, that Manley would miss C8. And to suggest otherwise is merely a threat which wouldn't get past first base. I wouldn't imagine, in my view, in a court of law. For a start, the club has an email trail that has this Football Department knew of the striped rainbow jersey almost a year ago. It was signed off and ticked off by Hasler's football manager. Mm-hmm. There were several emails following in subsequent months, and this is just a giant bluff, and I don't know whose idea it was, but it won't work, and it's angered Manly management and owners. Um, they get blamed for a lot, but I don't think they should be in this issue. The football department is a shambles, and it would have been they would have been negligent in their duty not to to do something. I mean, just over a week ago, Chad Randall, one of the assistant coaches, was putting in place plans for next season. The entire league world knew that he was off to the Bulldogs. He has the same manager as Hasler. So Des would know, would have known, that he was off to the Bulldogs. So why was he left in that position, allowed to be there, planning next season, when... Everyone knew he was going. It's that sort of thing Mm. that I think management and the board are fed up with. Uh, It's 11 years ago, almost to the day, 2011, five days after winning the premiership, Des resigned and left for the Bulldogs. Um, It's ironic now that he's fighting to keep his place. He's been a great coach, great player, great coach, but everything comes to an end, and I think, that bluff over the um, the reported threat to sue the club might be the beginning of the end for Dez.
0: Yeah, a lot to water to flow on the bridge there. We'll watch that space this week. It is a developing story. I'll uh, change a pace. Um, so the World Cup Rugby League World Cup will start next week in Australia. will take on Fiji in the opening game on October 16, Sunday morning our time. I'm pretty sure. What did you make of our squad and? It, I said to Dino earlier, normally we go into these major tournaments expecting Australia to win, but there is a very strong belief that New Zealand are going to really make this a difficult World Cup for Australia to win. Yeah, it's
1: going to be interesting, mm. loving it, looking forward to it, love the World Cup. And the Women's World Cup is going to be played in conjunction with the men's. Um, fantastic. Um, TAB at the moment has Australia $1. forty-five. Short. Very short to mm. win it. Uh, New Zealand four dollars fifty in England. Who I think are the are the roughies at thirteen dollars. I um I look I'm excited. I think this Australian backline is amongst the best in a long time. Listen to it. Tedesco, Ado Carr, Valentine Holmes, Latrell Mitchell, Murray Tuolagi, Cameron Munster, Nathan Cleary. Unbelievable backline. Yeah. Ben Hunt, Matt Burton are perfect bench players to cover hooker and all back line spots. It's a fresh-looking Australian side to be coached by Mel Meninga with a big group of exciting debutants. Um, I'm excited. Mm. Um, I don't think we're going to see too much in, um, in the opening rounds. This time next week, Australia will have beaten uh, Fiji by 40 or 50, um, and uh, England um, will have won their first match. They play Samoa. Um, A lot of people tipping Samoa to be a real danger in this World Cup. I don't think they will beat England at St. James Park in Newcastle. That game's on at 12.30am next Sunday, our time. And Australia will play Fiji at Headingley in Leeds at 5.30am our time next Sunday morning. So we'll have the results of both those games. Mm. I I know a lot of people are tipping um, Samoa and Tonga to do really well and they've got strong squads but I've seen too many games over in England um, with these nations. They don't seem to like the wet grounds. They they hate the cold. (laughs) They find it hard to get warm. They don't appear um, to stay in the best quarters over there um, compared to Australia and England New Zealand. So they're behind the eight ball from the start. I'd be wary about Samoa and Tonga getting to the big games at the end. They could do well in their groups but Um, I think when it comes to meeting the big guns, and I rate the big guns, Australia, England and New Zealand, Um, the women's uh, uh, competition will ensure the Australian women's team will get the opportunity to show how much they've developed since the NRLW competition, despite the withdrawal of Newcastle Stars and their premiership winners, the best forward in women's rugby league, Millie Boyle, and the best back in Tamika Rupkin. Uh, not going, but I think that just gives the other nations a chance to be in uh, 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 the contest against Australia. Overnight, England 50 beat Fiji nil in a men's warm-up game. Uh, Tonga 48 beat France 12. And Lebanon, the Cedars, coached by Michael Checker. He'd be the first Wallabies coach to coach a, uh, a rugby league side in the World Cup, I would imagine. Lebanon... 38 week Wales, 22, Adam Dewey doing really well there. So um, a lot to like uh, about the World Cup. And Bulldog, we were talking during the week about James Tedesco um, being perhaps the only player to captain two countries in rugby league. Yeah, it's extraordinary
0: achievement. You're referring to, obviously, Zorba mm. years ago when he captained Italy on a World Cup, which I think you were on. Zorba is media manager and, of course,
1: no, that was two thousand and thirteen. He's done one two thousand
0: and thirteen. That's right, correct. Yeah, correct.
1: Yeah, he was. Um, that team was captained by um, Anthony Minicello. Yes, yes. But, Apologies. You know, he's he's skipper of Italy and now Australia in two thousand and thirteen. As I said, Tedesco scored a try on debut versus Wales at Cardiff Arms Park. Yeah, I was there and as a centre with many the um, the fullback and captain. Very strong Azuri side, probably fifty points better than the side that. Will compete in this World Cup, um, so uh, that's going to be interesting. Um, uh, I would think that some of those minnow teams would would have gone backwards, uh, like Italy, um, like uh, Ireland, uh, like uh, Scotland are terrible. Wales are awful. Um, Cook Islands are just a team. So, I, I, I would really we shouldn't get carried away with um, with those nations, but. Um, it's going to be a great World mm. Cup. I'm looking forward to it.
0: It might be a few blowouts, though, but there's going to be some oh, great be. footy to want, to talk about.
1: That will be Ray. You mentioned yeah. before um, mm. that women's uh, World Cup game in uh, at Eden Park uh, yes. um, mm. last night. Thirty-four thousand two hundred and thirty-five. Massive crowd. Tell yeah. me, women's sport doesn't take off around the world? Um, that's a record crowd for women's rugby anywhere in the world. And yep. talking about crowds, um, the Green Bay Packers will play the New York Giants at a sold-out Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London uh, today. Now, the Green Bay Packers uh, were founded in 1919, and they're the only fan-owned team in the NFL. Green Bay's the smallest town to host NFL games. Lambeau Field holds 81,441, and there are 147,000 people in that small town on a waiting list Tickets: 70 to 100 fans come off the list each year, some lucky ones this year that got tickets have been waiting for 50 years to be an official wow. uh, ticket holder at uh, at Lambeau Field. And they're, of course, called the heads because Wisconsin produces a quarter of the cheese in the United States. So... Um, <laughs>
0: that will be an amazing game over there uh, in London. You love your NFL. I know you do, Zorb. Hey, Zorb, we've got plenty to talk about with Rugby League next week, so you're not taking any breaks just yet. World Cup will start next Sunday morning. we'll talk about the Kangaroos. Enjoy your Sunday, Zorb, and we'll talk next week. Thanks, Zorb. Good on you, boys.